This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Kansas State University's Master of Agribusiness program. Learn more at mab.ksu.edu. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Deputy Secretary of Agriculture Jewel Brunau is leading a U.S. delegation to the United Nations Food Systems Pre-Summit next week in Rome. The pre-summit is Monday through Wednesday. Brunau and U.S. officials will work with other countries to build coalitions and consensus around shared objectives, including food security and nutrition, climate change and equity and inclusion. Quote, We have an opportunity to collectively refocus the world's attention on ending hunger and poverty and building more sustainable, equitable, and resilient food systems, Brunau says. She says she looks forward to working with other governments and private sector partners to achieve goals through science-based solutions, innovation, and investment in resilient markets and rural infrastructure across the world. Brunau is also scheduled to visit with Italian government officials, including the Minister of Agriculture, Undersecretary of State for Ecological Transition and United Nations officials. These officials include the Food and Agriculture Organization Director and World Food Program Executive Director. The top Republican on the House Agriculture Committee says the committee's focused on advancing more bipartisan bills as the legislative calendar moves forward. Congressman G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania says some of those efforts include rural broadband, disaster funding, and improving the food supply chain. What new measures could we take, and this is just in the early starts of it, to be able to move small farm, help farm, small farmers become medium-sized farmers, and medium-sized farmers become large farmers, but also not just farmers, but processors, because we need both. We, we, you know, we need producers and processors of all sizes, right? That, that, that's been really at the heart of the strength of American agriculture. Democratic Congresswoman Angie Craig of Minnesota wants to see biofuels bills move forward, too. My highest priority in the next uh, few months is to make sure that uh, consumers have choices at the pumps and to make sure that we're supporting our family farmers and, you know, in addition to supporting, uh, you know, carbon emission reduction goals. I mean, this is could be a win-win for our efforts to support family farmers and also reduce carbon emissions in our country. Craig recently introduced a bill with Republican Adrian Smith of Nebraska that would allow summer sales of E15 blended gasoline. A similar measure has been introduced in the Senate. Both bills stem from a recent appeals court decision striking down the E15 summertime waiver. Here's a word from our sponsor. Kansas State University's Master of Agribusiness program is not your average MBA. We are a business-focused master's degree for professionals in food, animal health, and agribusiness. We blend online learning with face-to-face opportunities so you can gain the skills you need to make better decisions on the farm or in the boardroom. Visit mab.ksu.edu. Dry and hot weather is expected in the Midwest as we move into August, but just how hot will it get? USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says temperatures are forecast to reach the upper 90s and low 100s next week in areas west of the Mississippi River. And then the second question is, when will the rain return? And that's perhaps even more concerning because we've got significant drought in place already in the Dakotas, Minnesota, and then dipping down into parts of Nebraska, Iowa, and even into northern Illinois, there really isn't a whole lot of prospect 
for significant widespread rainfall west of the Mississippi for the next couple of weeks heading into early August. Rippy says he'll be watching the corn crop in the western corn belt closely. It's a little too early to say what's going to happen beyond early August, but at this point it does not look good for the remainder of July with the hot dry conditions and certainly extending into early August. If we do get rain returning a bit later in August, we might pull back some of that, that potential yield loss, but A lot of concern for the corn crop in the drier areas of the western corn belt. He says temperatures are forecast to hit a high of 102 in Omaha, Nebraska next Wednesday. And finally, don't forget to say happy birthday to AgriPulse Managing Editor Spencer Chase turning the big 3-0 today. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.